0: The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We're also brought to you by our NBA Playoffs Survivor Challenge. We're giving away $250 in cash and a $100 gift card. Sign up today exclusively on the SGPN app. Driver, start your... out of you right now because you asked me stupid questions, but since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, I- improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing. Things.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome into another episode
0: of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez, and today we finally get truck odds to talk about the betting aspects of the long John Silver's 200 entry (laughs) here at the Martinsville Speedway. It's funny. Just as we were closing out one of our last episodes, uh, Cody's like long John Silver's Hell, There's still those out there. Yes, there are Cody. There are,
1: there is a, uh, empty building that reminds us of long John Silver's. I honestly don't know that I've ever eaten at that place. Uh, so it's okay. For sponsoring the race, I think they're on a car on a truck too. I just didn't really know they were still a thing.
0: <laughs> I think we still have one. I know I drove. I drive by one where it was, but I'm not quite sure if it still is. So maybe actually, I'll to-
1: now that I think about it, I think there is one on the other side of town. But yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I may have to pay attention to whether or not the Long John Silvers is still yeah. there.
1: Shout so. out to Long John Silvers. We appreciate your support of the fine craftsman truck series.
0: We sure do. Well, when Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief left uh, left the, the race, it had to be somebody, and apparently it was Long John Silvers to, uh, to do it. So, um, like we said, all three series in action this weekend. The trucks will take the Friday night lights. Uh, be aware, though, there is a weather thing going on on Friday. I saw a lightning bolt in the weather report, which leads me to believe there could be some weather that may hamper Friday night. So I don't know, Cody. I'm not a weatherman, but I uh, I don't know. I when a lightning bolt is in the in the cloud doesn't necessarily mean good things for me.
1: Well you could be a weatherman rod because you only have to be right like two percent of the time, I think is the statistics. So uh yeah. It does say a high of sixty nine, nice. But uh chance of rain is ninety percent. So that's not great, although we do have the wet weather package, Rod. Will we get our first sighting of the wet weather package in the truck race? To be determined.
0: Uh, the windshield wipers, the mud flaps, all that other good stuff. Uh, we saw we saw the effect of mud flaps, though, in the uh, truck race. where <laughs> yeah, Zane, was,
1: <laughs> Zane Smith uh, showed us what can happen to those mud flaps if they get a little too hot.
0: <laughs> burn them all down,
1: man. And that, yeah. that was something. Uh, yeah reminder too on that they will not race in the rain so if it's raining and if there's lightning obviously they they can't race period but uh they won't race in the rain but they can race on a wet track in the wet weather package that's where the mud flaps obviously come in to keep the spray down the windshield wipers for the spray wet weather tires all that other fun stuff so we'll see i don't know i mean if it ends up being storms and there's lightning and stuff it's not gonna matter anyways this might get pushed to saturday We'll just have to see. We're just going to go about it as if there's not rain, because again, we don't know how to handicap a wet weather race until we see one. And yeah, who knows? This race does feature a couple of Cup Series regulars
0: in Kyle Busch and Ross Chastain. Of course, we know, and we talk about this all the time as far as the betting aspect of it. It doesn't always mean that Kyle Busch is going to run away with it. And obviously, when we start making our bets, we'll talk about that. uh, Or these Cup guys are, are not going to come in and run away with the Truck Series. But obviously, something worth noting every single time. Since all three series are in play here, it's much easier for these Cup guys to jump over to the trucks or jump over to Xfinity and, uh, and try to get some laps around the Martinsville track, which we know second short track in a row. This one, of course, does not have uh, the accessory that the last one had with the miles and miles of dirt on it. So we get a nice, clean, short track race, Cody, uh, and hopefully these trucks will uh, behave a little bit better on asphalt or on, on, uh, on an actual surface without mud and, and all that than they did last week.
1: You hope so, anyways. <laughs> uh, we're
0: we're gonna see. I mean, the cautions were a plenty in that race for sure. Uh, definitely hated to see it for the the Bristol dirt part of it. But like I said, we're uh, we're going to a half mile track with no dirt. Hopefully, hopefully things get a little bit better. Um, any news and notes here for uh, for this truck race as we get geared up? Nothing, nothing else of note, right?
1: I don't think so. We talked on the Xfinity show about uh, the return of Chase Elliott. We talked about Zane Smith, obviously a truck series regular. The The reigning champion is going to be getting some time in that 51 car, uh, replacing the suspended Cody Ware. Uh, so yeah, go back and listen to that show if you would like more of our thoughts on that. Um, and I think that uh, Zane Smith might come up in the DFS show tomorrow as well. So check that out. Uh, he's, he's pretty cheap and not in great equipment, but, uh, a solid driver. So you're definitely going to want to want to listen to that little sneak peek into the the future of the NASCAR gambling podcast. But, uh, yeah, those, those were kind of the biggest news stories of the week. Obviously, um, is Chase Elliott returning? Uh, I don't know that we knew that it had been six races, which was the original timeline, but we weren't sure what happened this weekend. And, uh, here we are, he'll be back. And then, uh, yeah, Zane jumping in the 51 to, to fill in for Cody Ware.
0: Yeah, Zane getting a little extra wheel time. Uh, of course, he's going to run that truck race, and all those laps that he's going to run on uh, on Friday night may actually get, uh, get him some experience as he moves in to the Sunday. He'll be racing, of course, at night on Friday, but he will be in, well, hopefully, at least some sun. And even if it's not all the way sun, he can maybe benefit from our sponsor of Shady Rays. You definitely could have yourself some Shady Ray sunglasses and uh, and benefit from that. He's going to kick off the new year with new gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Ray have got you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades. You get customizable snow goggles and so much more. Shady Ray's is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product. It's just as good as any expensive pair of sunglasses you've ever put on, we've ever put on anybody's ever put on. Durable frames and extremely clear optics, you get those for outdoor adventures. Plus, that's not all. Shady Ray offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every single pair of sunglasses they sell is backed by lost and broken replacements. What does that mean? That means that if I open the box and instantly my Butterfingers drops it and I step on them, that's all right. Or, or if I'm walking from my mailbox to my house and for some reason I dropped the box and I don't know where it is, doesn't matter. Shady Rays is gonna replace those without asking me exactly how it happened. That's the beautiful part of it because that's embarrassing usually how I lose things. So the fact that they won't even ask me, it's beautiful. That means they're getting me a f- free pair and replacing my stupidity. I love being rewarded for my own stupidity. <laughs> Shady Rays, you can also look good and feel good because they donated 20 million meals so far to fight hunger with Feeding America. Best of all, if you don't like them, you exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. It's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. The team always has your back. So exclusively for you, our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN. You're going to get 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Treat yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Make sure to check out our NBA Playoffs Survivor Challenge. It's completely free to enter, and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card. It's exclusively on the SGPN app. Well, we'll set up this Long John's Silver's 200, formerly the Blue Emu Maximum Maximum Pain Relief, 200. That was one of the longest uh titles I'd ever gone and typed up. It was like, you know, no co 400 this week, not the blue emu maximum relief 400.
1: Yeah. The SEO does not like the long titles, so uh I think that uh, it's nice to have things like no co makes it real easy on the uh the search engine optimizer a little little behind the scenes for you.
0: Sure does. And Long John Silver's 200 also is a is a nice little uh, reprieve from Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief.
1: Yeah. So. Yes, exactly. Sometimes we get uh, a little extra on all the words we're trying to cram into these titles.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, exactly. On the SEO side of it, I don't know what it is about it. It just breaks the bank. But um, it is 200 laps around this 5.526 mile track for a 105.200 mile race. Uh, again, this is the short track for the trucks as well. So much beating, so much banging. We've seen that a lot from the truck races so far. William Byron was the winner of the April race here last year, leading 94 laps before bringing his number 7 uh, Spire Motorsports car or truck home uh, across the finish line. 11 cautions in that race for 71 laps. Margin of victory, 1.138 for the 1 hour and 47 minute truck race. Uh, an average speed of... 58 miles an hour 1118 green flag passes which equaled about 8.7 per green flag lap uh i mean william byron is not in this race but uh, kyle bush finished third in that one just to fyi
1: yeah and so i mean obviously kyle is the the much favored driver in this race he's at plus 115 i think on both barstool and caesar's to open up um it's it's tough to bet him at that price he will likely come out and and lead a majority of this race and probably win in dominating fashion and you're going to look back and say gosh i should have just laid the plus 115 but he didn't win it last season when he was on here yeah he lost to william byron who's not in this race but johnny Sauter also beat him so It's, you know, uh, is it Johnny Sauter or (laughs) Jason? I think it's Jay Sauter. Johnny, Johnny, I think is the throwback, but, uh, either way, um, it, it it just goes to show you. And we've talked about that with Kyle Busch, uh, lately where it just, it's not such an automatic thing. Like it was before, um, with him coming down in the truck series and winning, he's, he's gotten beat by his own trucks. He's gotten beat by other people. Uh, you go back to the Coda race, right? And, and I was all over him. It seemed so obvious. He he was obviously the best truck out there, but the way things shook out, the way cautions fell, the way strategy fell, he was nowhere close at the end. And Zane Smith runs away with it. So, if you want to bet him, we're not telling you not to because it's Kyle Busch. It's you know he's coming down to the Truck Series. He's very good here. I'm high on him in the Cup Series race, uh, and so I can't blame you for that. If you just want to go all, all in on Kyle Bush. Go for it, but it, it it makes it tough to bet him at the plus 115 number when there is other very good drivers out here, other solid guys. So uh, we found some ways to bet on to incorporate him into the bets. We found some other guys to bet on and other ways to bet on. Uh, when we get to our winner section, I think that we could probably agree that we both feel like Kyle Busch will likely win this, but we are going to sprinkle some other stuff out there just in case he doesn't because. He doesn't always win these races, and you can find really good value on some guys that wouldn't have this big a number if Kyle Busch wasn't in the race.
0: I mean, we're going to take an F1 approach to this where we're going to assume that Max Verstappen is going to win this race, uh, but if he does not and all hell breaks loose, we're going to give you some other options uh, for that to happen because, like you said, I think mean, both you and I, when we saw Kyle Busch was in this and and the fact that the books are like, Yes, go ahead. Hammer Kyle Bush. Give us all your money. And and listen, honestly, I, I really honestly believe uh, you said it was at plus... Uh, what was it on Caesars? What What is he on Caesars? I think it was plus
1: 115.
0: Alright, so you get 115. I know Barstool has him uh, right about that same uh, price, plus 115 to win this race. The fact that they're even giving you plus money on Kyle Bush this weekend is everything you need to know about what they want you to do and where they want you to put your money because... This should by all rights and accounts probably be somewhere closer to like minus 110 or even minus 120, right? This this should not necessarily be a plus money proposition. And the books are pretty much trying to bait you into taking this knowing that it's not always an automatic that Kyle Bush is going to uh, to win this race. So, you know, again, go I we won't, won't tell you not to put anything on him because by all rights and accounts, he's a favorite, a heavy favorite for a reason. But at the same time, like, don't bet the mortgage on it.
1: Yeah, well, and to speak to how you think the books feel, there's also a matchup available on Caesars where it's it's Kyle Bush versus the field. And Kyle Bush, again, plus 115, obviously, because that's what he is to win. So you would have to make it the same. Uh, but the field is minus 145. So they're willing to offer you the field but they've got it juiced up because they're not so sure that it is a for sure thing on Kyle Bush. Um, and so I think that just some of this pricing speaks to it again. Does he come out? He leads every single lap in this race. Everybody else in the race is 15 laps down. Would it shock anyone? Absolutely not, but there are enough variables, enough things that can go wrong that it makes it a tough proposition at such a low price. So Again, we've given you the information. We've given you kind of both sides of it. You take that decision and, and do with it as you will.
0: Yeah. Again, it's just a matter of of how comfortable you feel with uh, with laying down all that. And again, I, I just feel like there's there's better bets to be had down the board. Uh, like Cody said, we found some good head to heads for you. We found some good um, top five, top threes for you. So I'd much rather put a lot there and sprinkle some on some long shot winners. Than you know, uh, putting most of my bankroll on Kyle Busch and then watch him get wrecked out. You know, right. it's short track yeah, racing. And, still,
1: I've been there. I've done it on Kyle Busch. I've done it on Max Verstappen. Uh, Sometimes it's it's hard to go with uh, such a prohibitive favorite because you're not getting much value. And even though they do it a lot, they don't always do it. So when you go big, it hurts even more. Uh, and you know, like I'm still going to give out my normal three winners. I found two guys that are farther, longer shots, just in case chaos happens, just in case Kyle Busch breaks or a lap truck gets in the way and wrecks him. We've seen that before with uh, um, uh, Noah Gregson, where he's just dominating a, an Xfinity race and then somebody gets up in the way, David Starr, thank you for that, and ruins his day. And it just, things can happen. So you're building that in maybe on our winners we would normally go a unit or two on some of these favorite ones we're picking but you break it and only do a half unit you're just kind of sprinkling stuff around again manage your bankroll appropriately but just that's kind of our setup to how we're looking at this and how we're going about betting on this truck race and we will do that when we come back from the break we'll start giving you our head-to-head bets
0: like we always do in our uh top prop bets for you when we come back from the break well, let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. I guess it's not too early to do that. You tell me. I don't know. It's. I feel like it's whatever. But <laughs> Just take advantage of it. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN.
1: Maybe it's because we're now. Is there a guys. such thing as too early for NFL activity fantasy football, Rod? Absolutely not. I've already done multiple startup drafts for Dynasty Leagues. I've done multiple um, underdog drafts. I actually just started last night. A uh, They've got their... Big board super flex contest up right now. I got the third pick in that. Jalen Hurts fell all the way to three for me. Why the number one fantasy quarterback is going a third, I have no idea, but I am patiently. It's a slow draft, so it's, you got to space it out a little, but uh, patiently awaiting my second pick. I feel like I'm going to have a solid team already just because Jalen Hurts is uh, anchoring it.
0: I like NASCAR. <laughs> 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 that is my response to that.
1: <laughs> Anyways, yes, back to NASCAR, but definitely, underdog, a great way to, uh, if you're like me, if you're a fantasy addict, and you need that, uh, just the feel of drafting, it gives me that rush, I need it, it's the perfect uh, outlet for that.
0: Indeed. Uh, All right, Cody, well, they got some bets to lay out for this NASCAR race, they're not throwing footballs around, they're running around this track in trucks, so let's let's help some folks win some money.
1: Yes, uh, I'm going to start off with a guy that I absolutely love this week. Ty Majeski, top five, plus 115. This is over on Caesars. Finished 11th last year in this race, but that was, again, early into his, his first season at Thor Sport there. He, he's been around for a while, right? We, we saw him as one of those guys on that Roush number 60 team a while back in Xfinity and stuff, but kind of his second chance here last season was kind of his, his rookie year again into the truck series. Um, and so he had a solid 11th place run. Before he broke out later in the season, started getting some wins and having a lot of success. But so far this season, Rod he opened the season with sixth place at Daytona, fifth place at Vegas, his season worst finish of eleventh at Atlanta, third place at Coda, fourth place at Texas, second last week to Joey Logano in Bristol Dirt. He has been on top of his game to open up this season. He is the second favorite. In the championship uh, odds race, it is Zane Smith at plus 170. Insane. Uh, and then Ty Majeski at plus 350 before Ben Rhodes at plus 500. So um, that obviously shows you where the books are valuing him long term. He is off to a killer start this season. You're getting plus money for him to get a top five. That's all he has to do is get a top five. Again, 11th here last season early on into his season before he really started taking off and and having the success we saw late in the season um that included william byron finishing ahead of him who's not in this race again kyle bush still in this race yes but um no william byron ross chastain's in this race we were kind of talking about this pre-show i don't think either of us have any bets on chastain it's so up and down in this niece truck. It's so hard to, to gauge where he might land on any given race in this. Some races, he's all right. Some races, he's just out to lunch all day and sucks. It's so hard to to get to guess where he's at. He's plus 750 as a third favorite to win this race. Not interesting to me. I don't think it's interesting to you either. Um, so I guess that's why you're not going to hear us talk about Ross Chastain. But back to Ty Majeski, top five, plus 115. This is one of my favorite ones on the board. Uh, jumped right off to me right away. Um, he has just had a hell of a good start to this season. I think he's going to keep that train running. We know these Thor Sport trucks are very, very good, obviously, uh, and I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. I've been on Majeski quite a bit
0: this uh, the last couple of seasons, actually. I do. I see the talent. I, I really do feel like this is a guy that uh, when he when he's able to put it all together, like, we could be talking to him about him like we talk about Zane Smith. You know, it's just, he's, he, I think he's got that, that potential and that ceiling. Um, I just think we need to see it eventually. So um, I'm hoping, hoping we see that from Ty Majeski soon. Um, all right, you talked about it earlier on the onset about ways to, to bet on Kyle Busch without necessarily betting on him to win this race, which, again, we still, still think that that's a very heavy possibility, as do the books. So can't really say that the books are off that. But uh, I found really fantastic value, especially uh, cross-checking and, and uh, shopping around with Cody here. Kyle Bush as a top three. I'm going to say this number, and you're going to kind of cringe, but don't worry. We'll tell you another number, and you're going to cringe even more when you hear it. Uh, uh, Barstool has Kyle Bush as a top three truck at minus 167. Uh, Cody, where did you say Caesars had this number at?
1: Minus 300, Rod.
0: Double, almost double the price yeah. for a top three truck for Kyle Bush on uh, Caesars unbelievable value then uh, on Barstool so jump on it now what has he done on this track as a truck driver well he's finished second second of course that was back in 2010 and 2011 uh, but he's won these two ra- he's won a race here in 2016 and in 2019 and then third place in in the 2022 Martinsville. So the last six times he's been, five times he's been on this track, he has finished inside the top three. The last two times that he was in the 51 truck, he won this race and finished in third place. We all know it's Kyle Busch. We all know how good he is. He's been out on the track twice as a truck driver this season. He won the first race he was in in Las Vegas. He finished second at Coda, uh, in this truck as well, in this 51. I mean, again, he may come out, he may dominate this race, he may win it, which obviously will cash this. Cody always says, you only pay the juice if you lose. He has not lost this bet in the last five times he's been on the track. In fact, on Martinsville, he hasn't lost this in the last two races he's been on this track as a truck driver Uh, this season. So, I think it's about as safe a bet as any to make as a top three car. I feel more comfortable with this bet, even though it's juiced up the way it is, than to take him as an outright winner. So, I mean, give me Kyle Busch. If you can still find it on Barstool by the time you listen to this at minus 167, go grab that number quick before it changes.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, obviously I'm way more comfortable playing this than, than only plus 115 to win. This just allows for other things to happen. For I mean, Zane Smith can beat him outright. I think Ty Majewski could beat him outright. If Chastain ends up having a good day or something, it, it just allows, uh, you know, last year you saw it. He was good, but William Byron and Sauter both got him. So he still cashed the top three, but he didn't cash the to win bet. Um, so uh, it is juiced up, but it is a much safer way to play it. Of course, he could not finish in the top three as well. There, there's still things that could happen, but if he does have a good day, uh this is a good way to play it i think you could hedge a win bet this way or you could just go with this instead of the to win bet Uh, again up to you but i think that this is a a much safer way to play it just in case somebody edges him out up front which we know can happen because we have seen it enough times over the last couple of seasons and these truck drivers they're not afraid to go wheel to wheel and put it to kyle bush even if they're in trucks that he owns and give him the business, and try to beat him. And and we've seen it from guys like Chandler Smith, from guys like John Harnimacek. They've gone head-to-head with him, and they've beat him head-to-head. And so I think that this is a a much safer way if you want to be in on the Kyle Busch train.
0: I agree. And uh, you know, not to mention, look, even on a bad day, Kyle Busch can still manage to get inside the top three. He hasn't had the best races the last couple of races, but he still managed to find himself at the front at the end.
1: Yeah. And again, like if he gets speeding penalty, if he has some type of issue and ends up going to the back and is fighting his way back through, uh, he could fight his way back up to third, but getting those top two trucks that have been out front of the rest of the day might be a lot harder. Like it just opens up so many more possibilities, um, and covers your ass a little bit more. If if you're wanting to pay the price to get on some Kyle Busch next up for me, I am going to stick with the Thor sport theme so far for myself. And go with Matt Crafton over our favorite Canadian, Stuart Friesen. This is minus 115 at Caesars. I hate to do this. I hate to go against Stuart Friesen. But the way that his 2023 has started, uh, I just cannot help myself. Uh, oh, and Matt Crafton is pretty good at Martinsville as well. Uh, so in four of the first six races this season, Crafton has beat Friesen in the head-to-head. Um if you look at Crafton's finishes this season, he's got a ninth at Daytona, 11th at Vegas, 9th at Atlanta, the one bad finish, the 33rd at Coda, 13th at Texas, 4th at Bristol. So, again, we don't necessarily expect him to win or be the fastest truck anymore. He's a three-time series champion. He he had his time as the top. Now he's a guy that just kind of settles right in the top 10, runs there all day. He'll pop up and get you some top fives here and there as well. Um, but with Stuart Friesen... It's been 28th at Daytona, 14th at Las Vegas, 22nd at Atlanta, 14th at Coda. He did get the third place finish at Texas, but a running third at the end there. That was, of course, after the carnage of three of those top drivers taking each other out at the end of that one. Uh, and then 23rd at Bristol Dirt, where he should have been one of the favorites, at, at a dirt tracks especially, right? So things just aren't going Stewart's way so far this season. And, and like I mentioned before, Crafton is very good at Martinsville seventh last year, fifth the year before, fifth the year before that, a 23rd sprinkled in there, but uh, an eighth place finish the year before that. He's won on this track twice. He's got eight finishes in the top three over his career at Martinsville, so a track he can get it done on. He's a veteran guy on uh, a track that is a little bit tougher. I mean, you've got the braking, you've got the discipline. We know Crafton has that and can still get it done. Uh, you don't even need a great finish from him. Honestly, he could probably finish in 10th and The way that Friesen's season has been going, other than his one really good finish at Texas in third, he's not finished better than 14th, which was at at both Vegas and Coda. So it just has not been going well for Stewart. Crafton has been doing what Crafton does, just gets you good solid finishes week in and week out. I think that's all you need to to cover this bet uh, over Friesen at minus 115 over on Caesars.
0: All right, well, I will double down on your Matt Crafton. I will hope for a better finish for him. One more akin to what we've been seeing of him late. Uh, Crafton's top five odds are set at plus 350 over there on Barstool. And you just read off the fact that over the last three races, he's got two top five finishes in his span. Listen, this guy has run this track in the Truck Series 39 times. He made his very first Truck Series start on Martinsville in 2001. Some of you listening to this were not even born then. That's how long it's been.
1: I was was nine years old then, Rod. Oh,
0: my God. What on God's (laughs) green earth? I was almost out of the Army at that point (laughs) the first time around. Uh, But, yes, so he made his first start in 2001. The guy has been running around this track for a long time. 23 top tens in that his average finish in 39 starts, this is impressive. In 39 starts, it's still a 10th place average uh, on this track. That's that's pretty good for racing here for the better part of two decades. Um, just still staying inside the top 10. And like you said, he pops up with some top fives. He's got 11 of those. Uh, and two of those three have come in the last three times that he's been out on this track. So uh, he had an 8th place finish in 2019. 2nd uh, place finish in 2017. So, again, in and around the top five, more than he hasn't been on this track. And for Matt Crafton, he's pissed. I mean, you can see the frustration on his face uh, when he doesn't get good finishes, especially like he did in Coda, uh, And then even at, uh, at Texas Motor Speedway, when he had a 13th place finish, he didn't like that either. I mean, he was still wanting more out of that truck. So a top five finish at Bristol Dirt gives me hope. That he can run clean in this race as well, in on another short track and score himself a top five. I love plus three fifty for this. This is fantastic value.
1: Yeah, I fully support this as well. I just laid out the case for why he'll have a solid day, and again, the statistics point to he can get it done here. You're getting really good value on this price, um, so I will back you. This is where I pivot off of betting on ThorSport and I go to betting against ThorSport. I am going to take former Thor Sport driver Grant Enfinger over current Thor Sport driver Ben Rhodes at minus 115. Uh, this is also over on Caesar, or no, this one's over on Barstool, actually. Um, I was shocked when I looked up the track history for Ben Rhodes here, um, and I have somehow lost it, but that's okay. It is not very good uh we'll just put it that way. Enfinger uh has a, an eighth place finish last season, the 21st the year before, won the year prior to that, a fourth place before that. Um and then Rhodes I think finishes a 10th, 27th, 20th. Uh it just it's not been good for Rhodes on Martinsville. Uh and so Grant Enfinger uh, again I don't, I I Enfinger always seems to be a guy I I don't ever really bet on. But when it came to, to looking at this, um, N-Finger just stuck out to me as the better driver with the results here. So I will go with N-Finger over Rhodes.
0: I do like n And just like you, I looked at Rhodes' finishes at this track and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like uh, This is Ben Rhodes. We we talk about how good he is all the time. and We talk about how stalwart he is and how much we like him at, at various uh, points. And then all of a sudden, I was like, wait a second. I, I I, didn't. How is that even possible? Martinsville, he has got 12 total starts. Um, look, he had, he's had three straight top 10 finishes.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was looking a little farther back. I had yeah. it mixed up, but still doesn't have a great total track record. So yeah. throw out the finishes I said because those were actually wrong. But <laughs> <laughs> I still support this with N fingers got a win here. Plus, he's got some solid finishes. And Rhodes has seemed to maybe put it together a little bit more lately, but uh, he's had some rough starts over the years here at, at Martinsville. Yeah. And again, it's just
0: a matter of, of I do like uh, Endfinger as well. Um, all right. I'm going to go with my next bet, and I've got Christian Eckes over Corey Heim. I haven't gone back through, but I feel like this is a bet I've made before, and <laughs> I think it burned me. Uh, but here, listen. I still think that Christian Eckes is a damn solid driver. That 19 truck um, is is something that I, I want to cheer for week in and week out. So um, he did start the season off pretty hot, right? A third place at Daytona, sixth place at Vegas. Then he won in Atlanta, but he's fallen off a cliff. He had a bad day at Coda with a suspension problem. A lot of trucks had a bad day at Coda, actually, so can't really hold that against him. Finished fifteenth in in Texas after a sixth place start, not really encouraging. Then crashed in Bristol after a thirteenth place start. That was pretty much a, a devastating crash there. Um, but I'm gonna fall back a little bit on the fact that he's had two top ten finishes on this track, whereas Corey Heim has only taken this track once. He did manage an eleventh place finish, but he doesn't have the the sort of track history here in the Truck Series uh, that does Ekkis. And I again, I'm. Really put all my faith into Christian Eckes this year. Corey Himes done fine for himself. He's at 8th place at Daytona, a 4th place at Las Vegas, 34th in Atlanta where he crashed, 6th place in Coda, 7th at Fort Worth, and a 15th at Bristol. You know, again, every time you look up, it just seems that 11 truck is running around inside the top 15. Um, but I think this is the week where Christian Eckes puts it back together again. And uh, and I like the minus 125 uh, of this for Christian Eckes over Corey Heim.
1: I know you've played this before because it's two guys that I'm very high on always, and uh, it's hard for me to pick sides. So I'll back you on this one as well with Christian Ecke's side. I, I think that it's been a little bit of a struggle the last couple of weeks, but the way he started the season on a tear, he's already got that win, uh, got got that that playoff locked in basically in the bank, um, and playing with some house money. I think that that will have him more free, and again, he's, uh I think, still kind of scorned over losing that ride uh, over at Thor Sport uh, and, and being in the Bill McAnally racing truck now. So I like this play. Yep, it's a, it's a very guy on a mission, a man
0: on a mission again. Like you said, he's got that win. He could do it again, uh, and I'm banking on it. So, uh, speaking of winning, we'll tell you who we think is going to win after the break that's not named Kyle Busch, <laughs> but... In the meantime, we want to say thank you to those of you who have been watching our YouTube channel. We know who you are. We see you. We see the subscribers. We see the numbers jumping. We see all of the views that are going up and uh, all the comments that you guys are leaving. Again, it just makes it easier for us to be able to continue to put out great content, uh, at least good content. Uh, it makes us be able to put out content for you. Uh, I know Cody puts out great content. Me, on the other hand, will Love to be seen. I, I give you guys every once in a while, like Harrison Burton, to make you want to, you know, throw up in your mouth, but it's okay. Uh, we appreciate it and we love you for it. So continue to do so. Uh, do all the things click the bell, uh, subscribe, comment, like, all the fun stuff that keeps us on the air. And then, of course, for you who listen on the podcast apps out there, throw five stars out there if you want, throw a rating out there for us. We, again, appreciate to see. Uh, You guys do that for us because that puts us on the map even more It gives the bosses the good and warm and fuzzies when our slack channel goes off in the podcast review section And it shows nascar gambling podcast has a new review And we get to brag a little bit about you guys who listen to the show and uh, and leave us the good reviews So continue to do that. We love you and we'll continue to love you as well Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues, and or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning. Give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including the injury report, studs and duds, waiver wire targets, and suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an old-fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. We are now to the winner's portion of this uh, broadcast, and we are going to give you <laughs> who we think is going to win this Long John Silvers 200 from Martinsville. Cody uh read us your gigantic list of names there buddy
1: yes again my my sprinkles to toss out there in case kyle bush doesn't get it done i got ty majeski at plus 800 over on barstool Uh, i think that majeski is one of the few trucks out there that could actually go head to head with kyle bush and potentially beat him so for that fact alone i like him and then of course you factor in if if bush has an issue uh speeding he does that a lot any number of things that could go wrong uh, I like Majeski at plus 800. I've talked about how his season has gone so far, um, and I think that he is is ready to get his first win of the season. Of course, he won a couple of races at the end of last season, um, so we know that he can get it done. Next up for me, uh, again, just kind of throwing two darts out here in case all hell goes breaks loose. Maybe we get a well-weather race. Maybe somebody shocks the world. Um, but I think that these are two young drivers that could potentially get it done. Nick Sanchez, 25 to one on Barstool. He's 18 to one over on Caesars. So uh, again, shop around, make sure you get the right price, but 25 to one is just too good of value. The guy led 168 laps at Texas. That's not a coincidence. You don't just accidentally lead that many laps. I know this track has no comparisons at all to Texas, but the fact that in his very young career, he has been able to go out and do that. Be upfront at a race like that. Uh, he finished second place in Atlanta. Yes, again, no comparison to this track. It's a super play, but getting it done at the end, being there, a seventh place finish at Coda. He can run up top with these guys. He's also got two starts of first place, a start of second, and a start of fourth on the season. So he's getting good track position early. I think that at 25 to 1, there's too much value to pass up on him. And then because I can't help myself, Taylor Gray at 40 to 1. Uh, It's not been super pretty to start this season. I will be completely honest with you there. However, uh, he was 26th here last season in this race, so not good at all. But he did have a sixth place finish at Richmond last season. It's a tough comparison, but it's close enough for me. But at 16 years old in 2021, Rod, he finished eighth place in the truck series race at Martinsville. You're telling me at 16 years old, he could run eighth place at this track. At 18 years old, a full-time driver in a nice, solid Tricon ride at 40 to 1, that's too good for me to pass up on, Rod. Hey, listen,
0: I love the Grays. I don't know, you you were the one that got me excited about the Grays. You've been trumpeting them for the better part of the season, and it's been so much fun to watch that play out on the track. I mean, these guys, they've been close enough on the track to to battle it out. They wrecked each other the other week. You know, it's like it just definitely is something to be – Uh, to have some fun with
1: it might not happen this week but it is going to happen taylor gray is going to get one of these and you're going to be like damn i missed out on a 30 to one on a 40 to one and then you're not going to see those odds anymore because they know he can do it so yeah maybe i'll miss a few times but as long as i hit one of those times it's all going to pay for itself
0: well, I uh, like I said, I'll root for it as well because that's a, that's a fun story to to toss out. Uh, all right, mine. Look, sometimes you got to love when there's Cup Series regulars in these Truck Series races because it usually gives you very good value on guys that wouldn't otherwise have good value, and that's exactly what happened here with Zane Smith. He is at seven to one to win this race, Cody. That is insane to think about. He is seven to one behind Kyle Busch to win this race. Zane Smith has won twice already this season. In fact, he has three finishes within the first two trucks uh, of the race. Now, granted, his other three races have been absolutely horrendous. (laughs) a 20th place finish in Atlanta, 14th at Texas, and then, of course, last week in Bristol, starting on the pole and winding up 21st, but we know how that happened. Uh, But for Zane Smith on Martinsville in a truck, third place? First place, ninth place. He did start on the pole in 2022, uh, but unfortunately did not manage to find the, the victory lane. Uh, but even still, he's always been one of the faster trucks out there. He's still been one of the faster trucks this season. Obviously, Bristol Dirt did not have what he needed for him. He's He's been good enough on the truck series so far that he's going to get a call up to the 51 truck, or 51 car, rather, uh, coming up soon in the uh, in the uh, cup race. So again, they know it, they recognize it, they see that he's a good driver. I think this week he's going to use this Martinsville truck race as a warm-up for the cup race and I mean he's going to do some damage. I mean, honestly, he led 55 laps last season uh before finishing ninth, 65 laps the season before anyone and 20 laps in the season in which he finished third place. So Again, at plus seven hundred for a guy who probably should be closer to like plus five, plus four fifty. Um, you got to scoop up on that value, even though he is one of the favorites. He is uh, for a very good reason. If Kyle Bush, he could—he's probably one of the guys, like you said, that could beat Kyle outright. And and he you wouldn't even is know it.
1: the guy who yes. for sure could beat Kyle outright, hundred percent. He's only plus five fifty over on Caesars, so seven to one on Barstool. You're getting a very good deal there. If Kyle Busch was not in this race, Zane Smith is likely plus 250, plus 300 to win this race. That is the difference. So any slight slip up by Kyle Busch, again, that's why we said to take him to the top three instead of winning a small mistake from Kyle Busch, and Zane Smith will make him pay for it. He can go head to head with Kyle Busch in a truck. He can beat him. This is the best truck, the best driver by far, the reigning series champion. He's torn it up early on in the season uh multiple wins like you said multiple good finishes he has finished in the top 2 i think in the standings at the end of the year two or three seasons in a row like consistently always good i i really think he is the favorite at the moment to be the replacement in the number 4 car in the cup series next season uh and i think he's going to continue to show us why week in and week out in this truck series so yes i absolutely love this play by you had you not beat me to the document it would have been my play so uh shout out to you i love it this is why
0: i got there early this time
1: (laughs) (laughs) i got you on the xfinity side of things so i guess you can have the truck series
0: thank you thank you very much uh all right get out your pen and paper we'll go over the bets for you one more time cody started you out with ty majeski as a top five truck at plus 115 over on caesars i gave you kyle bush as a top three at minus 167 but again that was on Barstool on Caesars. He's minus 300 and something. So jump on the value now while it's there. Uh, Cody gave you Matt Crafton over Stuart Friesen at minus 115 on Caesars. I gave you Matt Crafton as a top five truck at plus 350 over on Barstool. Cody Zeeb gave you uh finger over Rhodes. I don't know why I just double named you. I think it's because I'm reading everybody's first and last name. <laughs> Cody gave you Grant Endfinger over Ben Rhodes at minus 115 on Barstool. <laughs> A little punch drunk right now. Uh, I gave you Christian Eckes over Corey Hyman at minus 125. And then Cody followed up with Ty Majeski at plus 800 on Barstool. Sanchez at 25 to 1. And Taylor Gray at uh, 40 to 1 to win the race. And I said Zane Smith was fantastic value at 700 uh, on Barstool, of course, to win. Because, of course, on Caesars, he's plus 550. So you know it's good value on Barstool when I'm saying... He should be closer to 400 and Cody says oh yeah he's 550 <laughs> so exactly. those are your those are your bets for the long john silvers 200 friday night truck race in uh in martinsville
1: God, not much better than trucks beating and banging on a short track on a friday night rod again I, I i've said it before i'll say it again the truck series provides some of the best racing week in and week out it can get sloppy at times but It is still very good racing. Um, And, you know, the truck series or the the Cup series is going to make 400 laps. These guys, it's only 105 miles, 200 laps. You got to get on it quickly. Those laps will tick off fast. Going to be a fun race, going to be exciting. Hopefully, we can cash a few of these bets and have a good time on a Friday night.
0: Great way to start a racing weekend, no doubt. Well, Cody, let's get that racing weekend started. Uh, Why don't you let everybody know that I can find you on social media as we wrap this up?
1: Yeah, follow me on Twitter, at Husker underscore Zeeb. A ton of work over there. I've been on a few shows this week. Derek Yoder's uh, betting preview show uh, on Twitter Spaces. You can go back and find that in my link or in my Twitter, uh, the link to the replay of that. I'll be on the back road for In Between Media on their YouTube channel this week. Uh, Obviously, we've got all the NASCAR gambling podcast shows. Make sure you check those out. Got some USFL stuff in the works. Got some NFL draft in the works, follow me to get all of that. Make sure you join us in the Discord.
0: Make sure you join us in the Discord. Follow me on Twitter at
1: RJ Gomez. Link in the bio
0: to everything I got going on whether it is here, whether it's in between media. Again, Cody, pinch hitting for me this week as I attend to my duties outside of my uh, area. Uh, But I'll be back again next week there or no, in two weeks there uh, and then you can find me. But follow all that on Twitter at RJ Gomez and uh, we'll see you soon. Be back again with DFS coming up tomorrow, so stick around for that. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing and let it ride.